Welcome to the Data Scientist Podcast with Dr. Stylianos Kabakis. Dr. Kabakis is a data scientist, statistician, and blockchain expert with a mission to educate the public about the wonderful capabilities of technologies like AI, data science, and DLTs. These technologies have the potential to transform the world, the economy, and our lives. However, there is too much misinformation around tech, and so most people are just confused about what is true and what is not. Whether you are a CEO, an entrepreneur, or just an enthusiast, the Data Scientist Podcast helps you separate reality from hype. Hi, everyone. In this episode, I'm going to discuss about a very interesting article written on the blog of Anderson Horowitz. For those of you who don't know, Anderson Horowitz is one of the biggest venture capitals in the world. And the article they posted is called The New Business of AI and How It's Different from Traditional Software. For me, this article is very, very interesting because it basically summarizes some of the things I've been thinking about for the last couple of years or so. Essentially, the saying that AI companies are not traditional software companies and they should not be treated as such. So Anderson Horowitz, as a VC, these guys must be seeing a huge number of businesses and obviously this gives them a unique insight on what's going on in the market. So I think anything they have to say about business models is very, very important and very, very relevant. So what Anderson Horowitz reports is that When we take a look at the financial data of AI companies, the gross margins, they are in the range of about 50 to 60%, which is below the 60 to 80% benchmark for software as a service businesses. So when you see this, you're like, okay, so what is what's going on here? You know, that's weird. And essentially what is happening is that AI businesses are not really software businesses, which means the margins are somewhat lower. Some of the challenges are quite unique to AI businesses and building defenses around your business model might be somewhat harder. But that is not to say there is not an opportunity to create a successful AI business. It's just important to be aware that it's not just another software business. So the post makes four very interesting points. First of all, it looks like most AI businesses, they also include an element of services. So it's very difficult to create an AI solution without also combining it with some form of service. And in my experience, that's in in 90% of the cases I've seen that, that this is the case. And the reason is that on one hand, you have many edge cases, that is cases where your automated software can't work as planned and you need to make adjustments. And then you also have issues like the fact that you might need to train your clients in how to use a solution. So a founder of an AI business, they might start a business by thinking that, oh yeah, I'm just gonna create a software company. But essentially what they're building is a company that's a combination of software and services. And now the second point, that they make in this blog, Anderson Horowitz, is that in the gross margins, when we calculate the gross margins, cloud infrastructure is a very important and hidden cost. So many AI companies are very heavy in processing. And I mean, anyone who's in this area 
they know that you know there's just no way around this problem it just costs lots of money to train models it costs money to run models so the costs can be very significant the cloud computing costs and that's something else which is special compared to other software solutions which uh, you know you might be able to just run traditional software as a service company by using an average server but for an ai company you're definitely going to need more resources and something else which also reduces the margins of ai businesses is what we call the human in the loop so i mentioned earlier that there are some edge cases which means that an automated like a model even if a business initially builds the model by thinking this can be deployed a large number of times without any changes quite often the reality is that there are many edge cases and so the human in the loop problem is quite similar and there are two aspects to it one is around the data so in in most cases data will not be in the required format so you need someone to clean it up to prepare it which means it's impossible to just automate this step completely and also another issue is that the data will need to be constantly updated in order to catch things like concept drift which refers to the case where the underlying system that we're modeling has changed which means that we need to update our model we need to retrain it the second aspect of the human in in the loop problem is that humans quite often they need to be plugged into the system in order to make the final decision so you might not be able to create a fully automated pipeline and just discard humans so autonomous vehicles is a prominent example while many companies or like many visionaries might have believed that by now we would have had fully autonomous vehicle systems the reality is that in the near future when these systems are deployed there's still going to be some human operators maybe remote human operators who can support the ai in case you know something unpredictable happens so to sum up two things which add to the costs are cloud computing and the fact that you can't really take humans completely out of the equation and this is also where the service component comes in yeah so anytime you need to include humans into the equation then this means that your business starts looking more like a services business and also it's difficult to see how you can defend your business because there's really not like a set of standards a set of rules that you can just follow to make a defensible ai business so for example data some people might argue can help build a moat around your business but the reality is that in most cases data will be owned by the individuals or the companies that generate the data this might not be your ai startup and also similarly someone might argue that creating a new algorithm might be a way to build defensibility into a business but most of the algorithms they're just open and they're created in an academic setting even the big companies like google and facebook where they create a new algorithm most of the time they just publish the work now everyone is very open about it so it's very difficult to come up with some kind of new genius algorithm that only you have created and you know you base your whole ip your whole business around that furthermore even if your algorithm is actually great it's very likely that you know one of the big companies or university is going to come up with some new technology in the next year or so that works even better 
So all these four factors, they make AI businesses more difficult than traditional software as a service businesses. But that's not to say that AI businesses are hopeless, they're just different. And in this article, the authors, they also offer some advice as to how you can improve your AI business model. So you can eliminate model complexity. So this is one of the things they recommend. So build a model which can be easily redeployed in different settings. And also be very, very careful with domains. So if you choose very narrow domains where the data you know, doesn't require much cleaning and the tasks are very well defined, this might actually help you automate the tasks required in those domains and it might help you build a more successful business. Then they also recommend that you should be very careful about variable costs, including cloud computing and research and development. And also you should embrace services. So there's probably no way around this. If you are running an AI business, you are probably going to need a services component. So just accept it and think how you can make the best out of it and build some defensibility in the old fashioned way by using, for example, your brand by building a, a strong brand then strong sales and marketing processes so that's a very interesting view and it's good to hear these thoughts from anderson horowitz because ai business models is one topic i'm particularly interested in i've also written about ai business models on my blog the data scientist and i'd be very interested to hear your views so if you run an ai business or if you're interested in this space, let me know. Be very interested to learn more and feel free to get in touch. So I hope you found this informative. If you wanna check the original article, it's on the Andresen Horowitz blog and it's called The New Business of AI and how it's different from traditional software. So thank you for being here with me and I hope to see you again soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit thedatascientist.com for more content about data science, AI, and blockchain.